Hello, you're very welcome to Pontification. I'm Chase Nova and... I had one. You're thinking of a name. You had one? I'm thinking what of is a it? name. You know what it is? You know what? It's Carlotta Diamante. Okay, this is welcome, Emma Welcome, I am oh, Carlotta Diamante. Don't let Chase tell you otherwise. Why the fruit cup? Why, why Del Monte? Because I think it sounds fancy. Okay, that's fair. Wait, was it Del Monte or was it Diamante? Something I fucking thought, fancy. <laughs> the man from Del Monte says. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. That's all I heard. <laughs> Good yeah, afternoon. Okay, Welcome to the news. I am the man from Del Monte. And I don't really like fruit, but that's besides the point. How is your week getting on, Emma Carlotta? Um, oh, God. My week has been wild. Yeah. We've... We, our kid was sick. Our kid was very mm. sick. Our kid went to the hospital. Like, he's completely yeah. fine now. He's doing really, really good, and he's home, and everything's great. But, great. you know, as you can imagine, that's exhausting, and it sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of nothing else happened. Kids come with their own thing that cancels out whatever it is you were doing before. Which is why so many people are having children now, just to get away from the news. I get that. Yeah, I really that do. makes 100%. Like, yeah. It's 2020, it make a baby. I am single and I have no children, so today I got a haircut. Oh, um, I yeah, remember it's haircuts. It's the day before level five when we were recording this, so like, there was a queue. I was there for like an hour and a half, and I kind of had a weird observation, which is that because I went at like one thirty in the afternoon, a lot of people ahead of me were like, you know, teenage lads in a male mm. barber, obviously. And what I found really weird was the fact that for some reason the style now is to make the back of your head bald. I've noticed that. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's really weird. And you know what's even more annoying is that when you're queuing for an hour and a half, that was three people. It takes a while to do that. To bald a head, yeah. To bald it completely, yeah. So one, I was furious at them and I was sitting there just sort of seething, but I also was seething because I forgot my headphones. So I was sitting there just angry with bad music playing on the radio. And I started sort of philosophizing or sort of like theorizing about why this is the style now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of related to like in the last like 10, 15 years, we've become much more aware of the death of the planet and we've become like much more aware of time running out. And I think that men are now much more aware specifically that they're going to go bald one day. So okay. it's like a tactic <laughs> to even out the head. I think they're getting it up this way and then one day it'll just sort of recede back and then they'll have one line in the middle and then I'll be like, ah, isn't that cool? They're just going like centimetre by centimetre embracing the baldness. Yeah. I think, I, and I don't think that's a positive thing because it took an extra hour and a half for me to get my 20 minute cut, those motherfuckers. I mean, that's a great reason for you to oppose what young people want to do with their own heads. (laughs) Seems completely normal and not like you're a grumpy old man. I am a grumpy old man, but like, let's be fair, it looks kind of ridiculous. Okay, I'm not a fan of it. I'll okay, admit yeah, that. okay, okay. All right, you've joined in with me on the very important part, which is mostly that it looks stupid. I couldn't give a shit about my reasoning for it. The most important thing is it looks stupid. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I don't like it. I really don't. However, uh-huh. like, when I was their age, I used to run around with, like, a mohawk that had stars stamped into it. So yeah, I would that I lay get. down. That's a- oh, let me tell you. I would lay down on my friend's kitchen table, mm-hmm. fan out my mohawk, and they, and I wish I were lying, I wish I were, they cut a star out of a potato like little kids when they do finger painting. Oh, yeah. They made a potato star and they stamped 
my hair. And I just don't think that being slightly bald over time is worse than that. I don't think it's any stupider than anything that I've done or you've done when we were their age. Okay, first thing, very, very important, potato hawk. (laughs) Secondly, also very important, is frankly... It's different because you put a star in your mohawk, which was already an expression of yourself that was interesting, quite unique. Mohawks are not that popular. Whereas, and like, they kind I of had, were amongst my friends, to be fair. Ah, they were cool. But like, I mean, sure, in Dublin, I think I met actually seven people in total who had the full proper mohawk that was a solid, like, you know, five inches like off wood their head glue or and everything. Yeah. Yes, the whole thing. That makes sense to me. I'm putting a star in it, even if it was made out of potato. That's still interesting, rather than making the back of your head look like a washed potato. <laughs> Funny you should say this. This morning, I put on my favorite red boots and realized they were aging a little bit. And they're aging in such a very specific way that my toes are now completely indistinguishable from rooster potatoes. <laughs> so, I mean, if anything, we've proven that, you know, my style is timeless. I am a potato now. I was a potato then. True. And very handy if you get captured by a cannibal because you're like, no, I've just got potatoes, no feet here. <laughs> you won't be interested in this. What if it's a vegetarian cannibal? You're clearly not thinking this through, man. Is that he only eats vegetarians? <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> I believe our subject today that we set ourselves the task is cannibals. Cannib- I'd love to talk about cannibals. Oh, can next, we do that some, next week? Some podcast. I heard a great one today, which is this two clowns eating a cannibal, and one says the other, we're telling this joke wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, top notch. That's a classic. Well done. It's not um, cannibals. You know what? I'm going to do it, because you seem a bit giddy. This week, we want to talk to you about marine life, ocean life, and what sort of things happen underwater? Um, okay, so one thing I know that happens underwater is swimming. Oh, for some people. Are, are you saying... And fish. Imp- <laughs> fish. Fish swim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were implying swimming was like an ableist thing. And I was like, yeah, for some people can oh. swim. <laughs> not everyone can swim, Jays. Can you not? Can you just not? Um... <laughs> No, I didn't learn to swim until I was an adult. And now I am both embarrassing and passionate when I do swim because I didn't learn properly. Like, I didn't go to lessons. You basically kept jumping in the water, almost dying and somehow not and sort of learned and put together a technique. Was that how it worked? Yeah, I took the the sink or swim approach, quite literally. Um, My parents-in-law had a small pool which was, you know, it, I could stand up in it. It was, like, waist high, so it was fine. I felt very safe. Yeah. And I just doggy paddled in circles around it until I felt I was able to doggy paddle. And now it's been three years, and I frequently go, like, out of my depth in the sea. Now, granted, I do it in a wetsuit, so I can't sink even if I try to, and I've tried. But, you know, I do it now, but it's hilarious, because, you know, the sporty swimmers, they zoom past me, and I'm still doing the doggy paddle at age 27. (laughs) I actually, in fairness, it is actually possible to sink if you're in a wetsuit. It can happen, right? So it is possible. You're less likely to. But I do know for a fact, well, I don't know for a fact, I heard this from a lad I know who lives in the States. (laughs) (laughs) We heard it from some guy, but I love it, which was that he was uh, drowning, not drowning, but he was sinking in his wetsuit and he, he, I think he was weighed down by something or he was caught on something. Mm -hmm. 
and he managed to get loose, but at that point he was kind of like losing consciousness. So he was like kind of like stuck there, and he doesn't know how it happened. He w- the next thing he knew, he woke up, he was rescued, and he theorized that he essentially was rescued by the fact that when he lost consciousness, he farted in his wetsuit. <laughs> And then that wetsuit <laughs> floated up to the top and then someone saw him and rescued him. I mean, honestly, I believe that. That makes perfect sense to me. It could 100% happen. I don't know. But I don't know if it's like in a scuba manual somewhere, which is what I really want to see. So I actually, in preparation for this podcast, mm-hmm. I got in touch with my sister. My sister mm. and her husband are both, they have like their fancy high level divers licenses and they're like rescuers. They're certified to go to extreme depths that most people don't go to, you know, that kind of thing. They yeah. do free diving, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called up my sister. I was like, hey, you know, I'm doing a podcast. She's like, I don't think you are. And I was like, I am. Let's move past it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have okay. any, you know, interesting, do you have any great stories? from the bottom of the sea and she's like why would you think I have great stories from the bottom of the sea I was like because you fucking spend time there like and she's like diving is very serious that's not a fair assumption like I've been to Cavan I have no good stories from Cavan I think that was kind of her attitude yeah she was like it's not funny you know it's it's very serious as we're (laughs) going to explore in this podcast it's also quite funny i think it's very funny um and so eventually i'm like look just just you know get down off it tell me a story about diving doesn't even have to be funny tell me any story about diving and she failed to do so what she did tell me was a story about diving equipment okay so her husband, they live in Australia. Her husband works like in the outback. So he drives this huge, huge, huge truck mm. and it's, it's necessary. You know, he needs it. Um, and so usually my sister, she's five foot two. She literally can't, she physically can't drive his truck. She would need to like strap books to the pedals and stuff. She can't do it. So she's never usually in it. You know, if they go anywhere together, they take her car because it makes more sense. They're in the city when she doesn't go to the outback, whatever. So eventually, after months and months and months, she sat into his new truck. And the first thing she noticed was a little sign on the dashboard with a handwritten note, which read, will you suck me off? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. That raises a lot of questions. So many questions. And did she get into the bottom of the sea? Of yes, this she found yeah. out that as a very kind and thoughtful gift, her husband's best friend had bought him a little underwater whiteboard that like right. snaps onto your gear. It snaps onto Oh, so this guy had just written it as a joke or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So he... And it comes with like an underwater marker. It's very cool. It's it's that sophisticated. Cool, yeah. It's sophisticated. Um, oh God! It's pretty good. It's pretty I'm good. I'm becoming you. I'm becoming. Can you. I just can I just say frankly, if I had that like, that whiteboard and I was down there, I would definitely just like get someone photographing me next to a load of like deep sea aquatic mammals, just being like, you know, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> You'd have to. It just draw like you know the minimalist representation of loss. It's just a sad face in a coffin. <laughs> That's, oh, it's. Are you. Go to knowyourmeme.com when we're done here. Yeah, I'll, yeah, okay. I'll send you a link. 
You send me a link. That's cool. Most people know loss. It's fine. Anyway, so yeah, he got this wonderful gift. It was gift wrapped. He was delighted. He opened it. It was still in the box. It was brand new. And he's like, oh my God, underwater whiteboard. This is so cool. Oh, I wish I'd proposed underwater. Yeah. Great thing to have. And he opened it and he took it out of the box and it said, will you suck me off? Yeah. And he laughed so much, it was such a good memory, that he never cleaned it or brought it underwater with him. He just keeps it in his truck. And it's been in his truck for months and months and months. And my poor sister is still at the bottom of the ocean doing desperate sign language, trying to communicate with her husband, because he refuses because to bring a fucking whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, he won't use did, it. Did he at least stick it next to the ventilators? I don't know. I wish I knew. Um, These are the so- questions I don't think to ask. <laughs> I mean, I, I applaud that effort and research, though it is completely useless in understanding what aquatic life is like. Absolutely. Um, it couldn't possibly be less oceanic. In fact, actually, in that whole story, we didn't go to the sea. Nope. <laughs> well, my sister did, but, you know, it didn't work out for her because she couldn't communicate, so. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She only knew how to say friend. And actually, I believe it took her a while to learn about communication. She had to do her diving test twice because the first time they did the hand signal test and the guy yeah. did the hand signal for shark, which yeah. is, you know, you use your hand to make a shark fin on your head. And oh, yeah. she panicked. She had in a the mohawk moment. and it didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> you make a mohawk. So he yeah. was testing her yeah. and she panicked and was like, oh no, a shark, where? And he's like, you just failed your diving test. And she's like, oh, <laughs> right, yes, that's what we're doing, sorry. Ah, uh, that Whoops. makes sense. My bad, that's why we came here. Mm. So, yeah. so my research led me a bit of a weird place because the, the first thing I did after Googling aquatic life, um, which is the weirdest thing, is... This, if you well, it's not the first thing. I try and avoid just out of preference. I avoid the first three pages of Google searches because I know it's all promoted or sponsored in some way, and I'm like, because you won't find the weird stuff there. Even if you have very specific keywords, it's hard to find. So yeah. I went to like page three or four, and I found like an article that basically was just titled "Dolphins Aren't What You Think," and okay. immediately I had to know because I like, are they not fish? Are they not mammals? Are they even real? Are they some sort of CIA robot experiment? And the answer is none of those things. It it just explained that people oh go God, swimming with aliens, dolphins. Aren't they? No, they're not. No, that oh. was just in. I feel like we should take a moment of silence for fungi while we're doing this. I never take a moment. I mean, we're we're sorry, fungi. We don't know that he's dead yet. I mean, he was twice the age that a dolphin is supposed to live to. I think he's dead. In captivity, he's wild, remember? Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. No, there's, there's much more chance. But yeah, I, mean, Fungi, I still think if you're he's out dead. There, and, you know, I, I met him once. He seemed like a really nice guy. I will. He's a fun guy. <laughs> he seemed like a fun guy. <laughs> is that why they named him that? I honestly theorize that maybe it was earlier. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Um, I've way, never met know, him. I know loads of people. The, we acknowledge Fungi was a lovely yeah. dolphin, and yeah. if he if you can come home, it's great. If you don't, I so long, and you're welcome for all the fish. Um, I really felt like you were going. You know, Fungi, please come home. We're all very worried if you're listening. We just want you back. It's probably actually Timmy O'Toole out there telling us that Fungi's got missing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, do you know what? Fungi, you know, despite all memories, I've, I know a lot of people have fun things. 
he may have been a very unique example of a friendly dolphin because supposedly they are not nice creatures. They, they're really horrible. Really? So, um, yeah, so the few of the things listed on this dolphins aren't what they seem page were like, males have a habit of coming together and stealing away females from other pods. They form large groups and work to isolate her from her friends, then tour, turn the poor girl into a full-time baby maker. So essentially, one dolphin trafficking is committed by dolphins. Straight yeah, out. I feel like what you're saying is dolphins are just like us. They're just like people. They know people stuff. Yeah, but we accept that people's are, people are horrible. Like, oh, you know, so we, we think that dolphins are some sort of pure loveliness, but they're not free of this. So they also, they kill baby dolphins oh. because they think it takes attention away from the mother. The mother will pay more attention to the baby dolphin. Um, they were also in one instance, and I'm, well, it says in one instance, I think it might have been many times, they were caught using a baby shark as a makeshift volleyball. What? <laughs> What? And toss the poor thing back and forth in some sort of perverse game until the humans jumped in and rescued it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, this so one so far actually, I knew. They're killing baby dolphins. They're abusing baby sharks. Do you have anything? They're abusing female dolphins as well. Yeah. Although. Well, it seems like it's, it's, it's just like humans, the males are the worst of them, let's be fair. It, it also has a thing here that I, I have seen on shows, because I saw that, I assume you saw Blackfish at some point. No. Worth Weirdly. a watch, serial killer dolphin, or no, uh, killer whale. It's in the name, I don't know why they didn't put it together. Yeah. Apparently, uh, so it points out, orcas are the largest species of dolphins, they have an appetite for seals. But they don't, like, swim around, you know, catching seals, like, you know, normal things that do. What they do is, like, the seal is perfectly safe, and because they're, like, five times the size of the seal, a group of them will keep splashing and knocking waves to knock the seal off into the water. And for me, I'm like, that's not cool. You that's know, you, just you, bullying. It is. They, they, well, they bully the seal, and the seal sits there terrified, and it goes, well, maybe I'm safe now. And then another wave comes along, and then eventually it falls off, and then that seal is donezo. Oh, now, I I don't want to engage in victim-blaming rhetoric, <laughs> but... I'll be honest, no sentence ever started well with that. <laughs> I just find it surprising that yeah. the seal doesn't, you know, escape. They don't. That's the whole point, the is they don't escape. the repeatedly splashing. No, no, here's the thing, is when that situation occurs, they don't escape, Right. What happens is they're getting chased by a dolphin and then they will get themselves on land because the orca, orca specifically can't get on land. So then they oh. think they're safe. They think they're free. And they're like, oh, let's just settle here for the night and chill out. And then all of a sudden oh, the waves no, start coming. I get it now. Oh, it's, it's like a worse. psychological horror. It's a false sense of security thing. Well, it's, it's also like you run home from someone chasing you with a knife and you get in your own house and you think, oh, this is grand, I'm safe now. And then they take an axe to the door and you're like, oh, wait, no, the door is a construct of my own sense of internal security. <laughs> deep. Unnecessarily deep for seals and dolphins. <laughs> We're doing aquatic life. You've got to go deep. <laughs> uh, did you come up with any weird e-facts? Um, okay, specifically about dolphins? Not dolphins necessarily. Just, you know, we we're talking about aquatic life. So whatever you got. Okay, I'm I'm going to tell you, let's go with octopi, octopuses, actually. One thing uh -huh. that came up in my research is that it's not octopi. It was never octopi. You're saying it wrong, and you're an idiot. It's Can I just octopuses. say, no, it's not. You're saying it wrong. It's actually octopuses. Is it? 
Yes, it is. It's like Nemesis's and Nemesis. Oh, well, I apologise. I only saw it written down. Until no, now, I was totally one of fine. those octopi idiots. So. I was literally up until about six weeks ago, and it's a long story about how that came out. It was a really boring conversation outside, and someone's like, octopuses? Octopuses? And I was like, okay, thanks. So, your, octo- <laughs> your octopuses uh, fact. So, yeah. I... Again, you know, I'm I've I'm avoiding the top of the Google results. It seems a bit mundane. You're right. I thought, I'll go I'll go deeper, and I wound up going a little bit deeper than I intended, and finding out how octopuses mate. Yes. Oh God. Okay, so first of all, it's important here to understand that female octopuses are terrifying they're awful they're huge and they like to eat their mates hang on do these guys play baseball in reverse in that they throw the bat at someone is that what happens a lot of people think that no no okay that is something i came across as like a common misconception and it is possible okay for an octopus to drop his dick basically yeah that's the whole joke is like he pulls it off and throws it that's the um, deal, but that yeah, doesn't no, that's happen. Not, that's not actually what happens. Okay. So there are two main styles. <laughs> let's, let's go with styles. There are two main <laughs> styles of... There's dogfish <clears throat> style. <laughs> missionary fish style. I think it's called style. doggy fish style, but... Reverse cowfish girl style. I'm, I'm going to need to get a lot closer to my mic and a lot quieter part. There are two main styles that octopuses use to make love. Oof. Octopussy. Um, <laughs> I had to say it eventually. I'm, I'm I believe sorry. that in that instance it's pronounced octopushy. <laughs> so the first is called The Mount. Okay. This is favoured by... So I, I assume you know this. Octopuses don't actually have eight legs. I guess tentacles, but let's go with legs. They have seven and a dick. Oh, that I didn't know. I thought there oh, really? was just multiple oh. amounts of species and they have different legs amounts. No, like, so oh, this, wow. this is actually a well-known fact because they said it in Finding Nemo. <laughs> Quite indirectly, there's a little octopus in Finding Nemo and they're like, I've got eight little tentacles, but one is shorter. And a lot of people Googled it and found out, yeah, the short one is their dick. Um, I was just thinking it would have been much funnier if they'd done something like, you know, oh, take my hands. Like, that's not my hand. <laughs> but thank God they didn't, because also that was a child. So let's just move yeah, on from no, that, I, please. I draw a line somewhere. Um, that's fair. So the octopus's eighth tentacle, their dick, it does yeah. contain erectile tissue. Mm-hmm. And it does. It, it gets hard. They get erections in their... Yeah. C-erections. I'm, I'm not... I'm not. That was good. I saw you holding back the laugh. <laughs> there it is. There's a laugh. Are you happy now? All right. You look, yeah. Um, yeah. So they get a little erection and wow. then they have to reach into what I would have thought of as the octopus's head. Right. Are you picturing an octopus for me? You know, there's, there's the legs underneath and there's the head on top and they've got big eyeballs, you know. Oh yeah, but I know, that's, I know that's technically not the head, but I couldn't tell you what it is. So what is it? It's the mantle. It's called a mantle. It's, it's their body, basically. Oh, okay, yeah. All, all the stuff is in there, you know, all the things they need. The, the heart and the uterus and the whatnot. So, like, just to put it in, in, in human perspective, if, if I was an octopus, my eyes would be, like, where my nipples are, basically. And the rest of me would be filled up with... But from your ribcage down, you wouldn't have, you know, the structure you have now. Obviously. You, so your eyes are where your nipples are. 
yeah. your many legs, but also your leg-sized dick extends from just your rib cage area. You've got no arms at all. You don't need them. Style number one is the mount. Yes. Octopuses who have a shorter penis right. tend to favour the mount because the other style, which we'll get to, is not really suitable for them. Um, the mount is basically where they sneak up behind... Uh, probably unwilling, Lady Octopus, right. grab on with all seven of their actual legs and just grip onto her mantle as hard as they can while reaching up into one of her, I guess, vaginas. But they're not, but they're, they're the sheath area of what an yeah, octopus Yeah, it's, it's where has. your okay. ear would be. Okay. Yeah, it's around the ear-ish area mm. or what looks like should be. Yeah, um, family guy already did the, it. There you go. They they get an erection. They push it up into her ear. Yeah. And she is not happy. She's not impressed. So the whole thing becomes kind of like a mechanical bull situation. Oh. And it is risky fucking business because there's a very high chance that she is going to overpower the male, drag him away into her den and eat him. Oh. Which ironically is actually a very good idea because... That will be adequate nutrition for her pregnancy. Her newly fertilized pregnancy. Okay, okay. So that's literally, I mean, that if you really, if, if that male octopus really wants to have sex, it's literally ride or die. Exactly. Yeah. Just get on a mechanical bull that wants to eat you. Bad coys for life. Um, what was the second method? So that's the mount. Method number two is the reach. I don't know why. I'm just. I. I've, I. It's happened once before. To that you. I've been engaged. Not necessarily with an octopus. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. No, just. Just I was in a, a sexual situation with someone who was like significantly taller than me. Um, <laughs> and and like yeah, the reach. I was like yeah, I remember that. You're on your tippy toes. <laughs> that. That's there. Yeah, I. I think you are actually like relating adequately to it. Oh, so okay. The reach is for for your well endowed octopus gent who has oh, thank you <laughs> who has a long enough tentadic difficult tentadical tentadic yeah it's yeah. tentadic um who he's he's long enough and he's he's got what he needs to just keep her at arm's length yeah and just reach across he acts like he's being real sly. He reaches around like he's going to do, you know, the yawn and arm over the shoulder thing. But instead, he just jabs it into her ear, <laughs> impregnates her just as quickly as he can and runs the fuck away. It's the dick in the popcorn gag. He's doing yes. the dick in the popcorn. No, actually, was it? Is it Russell Howard had that joke? I don't know. I can't remember. There's someone asking him, what kind of superpower you'd want? And he said, I want to be able to fuck around corners. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what this guy can do. Wow. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And that is how baby octopi... Octopuses. ...come into the world. It depends heavily on the size of their erect tentacle. Tentadick. Tentadick. Dickicle. Dickicle just sounds like it's frozen. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, firstly, I'm fascinated by all of that. Secondly, right. I'm just... I'm, I'm slightly aware of time and I... I I had a couple of things I came across, and I know you came up with a few sort of interesting species too, and this mm-hmm. is just like the kind of things you don't read about. And you wouldn't even see them on most Attenborough documentaries, because one, they don't go that low, and two, they're not pretty enough. 
fair. You know, we want to be equal opportunities um, and take on the uglier fish and sea creatures that you just don't really see in places. I'm nothing if not body positive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one I came across with, <laughs> the one I came across was the red-lipped batfish, which I love. Um, have you looked it up before? Have you seen it yeah, before? Yeah, I, I, I saw a picture. <laughs> I saw the name first, so I saw red-lipped batfish, and I immediately my mind was like Bruce Wayne, heavy dark shade of lipstick and and like a dress. It was like Makes Batman tra- transvestitism, and I was like, class, this is fantastic. And then I looked at it and realized that's exactly what it looks like. Yep. It it looks like a transvestite Batman, and it mm-hmm. what's it what's it say? So it appears to have legs, but actually it has limb leg appendages. They're actually fish. So it, it when it swims, it looks like it's walking down a catwalk. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, and the dress kind of looks like it's flowing all over the place. Oh, that's wonderful. Is it looks like RuPaul's Drag Race, basically going up and down? It's fantastic. It's um, tremendous. Did you find you said you found two species of so the same type of species? What were they? Okay, yeah, so I've been holding back on you a little bit. I found two kinds. I got crabs. You got crabs? I got crabs. What, what type of crabs do you have? Uh, <laughs> you know, just a regular itchin. Uh, no, bitchin, I... Bitchin, bitchin. <laughs> just bitchin and itchin, like a villain. <laughs> anyway, no, I read a little about the Yeti crab who was discovered in 2005, very near to Easter Island. So the Yeti crab, the reason why they're, you know, why they need a little bit more love, a little bit more positivity, is because the Yeti crab is covered in hair. Just like you. How you differ from the Yeti crab... What do you mean, just like me? (laughs) I assume. I haven't seen you naked, but I've seen your beard, and I'm just, you know, extrapolating logically. Noted. Okay, this was not the topic of this podcast, and I feel violated. It is now. Tell me the truth. You covered in hair? (laughs) No, I'm a Mexican hairless. (laughs) Oh, like one of those scary cats who don't live in the ocean. So let's move along. Peter Capaldi. The other interesting... (laughs) The other interesting thing about the Yeti crab and how they differ from you is that they don't have eyes. Oh, that would suck. Because, like, I really like looking at my hairy self. And if I could only feel it, that would be awful. Yeah. If Okay, so first of all, imagine if you weren't already... Sorry, you're not already covered in hair. Um, yeah. You just told me that. I apologize. So imagine <laughs> that you're living your normal hairless life. Great name for a punk band. I would, I would listen to the shit out of normal hairless life. Please continue. Oh. And then you wake up, you can't see, but you are covered... In hair, like, can I get a sensory overload? Hang on, I'm just going to ask. Does does that happen? Like, is it that, that they're born with sight and then one day their sight disappears and they wake up? Oh no, up hairy? they have no oh, eyes. The, it's okay, not that okay. their eyes don't work. It's not that they've gone blind. They just there's nowhere for the eyes to go on them. I mean, waking up blind is terrifying enough. But if you wake up blind and you put your hand, like, especially like if, if, near anything that you really value on yourself, like your hands or your genitals or something, and you're like, I just feel this afro. Right? Yeah, Do you remember that's when you got pubes? Um, 
Actually, that tends to be more gradual, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a lot yeah. more gradual. And also, <laughs> yeah, like, mind. I was I was a born male. I went to an all-male school. It was Catholic. When you got pubes, you shouted it from the fucking rooftops. You were just like, I'm the guy now. <laughs> you were all beneath me. All right, principal, call an assembly. Everyone needs to see this curly bad boy. I have a pube. Oh, it's far worse than that. You're like, principal, I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> I have an pube. <laughs> And pew. <laughs> I wasn't this good at grammar. This brings me joy. I will keep it. And um, the other kind of crab that I caught in your pube, in my net of information, in my worldwide web Ooh. of information, uh-huh. I caught crabs. Um, and the other one is the giant spider crab. I'm not going to tell you anything about the giant spider crab, other than I think I've eaten one. There you go. They say yeah. they that you eat like ten of them in your sleep. Maybe it's six of them in your sleep every year. No, 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 like an actual spider crab. I've, oh, you can really? get it in Japanese restaurants for sushi. It's delicious. Okay, yes, yeah, they're from Japan. Yeah, 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 they're soft shell crabs. So you get like a whole part of like the leg and stuff and they deep fry it and it's really, really so good. So you and, like, know what I'm about to say. The giant spider crab. I don't know much about the facts about them. I know they're lovely, but... Has eight legs. Uh-huh. And each of those legs can be up to 15 feet long. That I didn't know. And frankly, Ooh. I think if they're 15 feet long, I have been overpaying for my sushi because, like, I thought that I was getting, like, a whole spider crab, but clearly I've been getting some sort of subpar section of a leg. I mean, did you go in, did you specify that you wanted the giant spider crab? No, but no, I suppose well, I have not. There you I suppose go. I Next not. time, just order the giant. Just supersize it. You'd be pretty pissed off if you were a spider crab and you're like, fucking, I could have been a giant spider crab. And you're sitting there with like your two inch legs scurrying around the floor. That's how I feel when I see people who are like over six foot three. Oh, yeah. I, I could have that. grown that tall, but I didn't. Um, in the vein of the Dumbo octopus, <laughs> uh, we were talking about body positivity and you, you couldn't not include the Dumbo octopus. Um which essentially is, is kind of horrible because one, yes, it is kind of thick. It, mm. It's kind of stupid. It wanders around. It's not blind or anything. It just hasn't got that much cogitating power. It's kind of a bottom feeder or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's got these giant ears that make it look a bit like it's flying like Dumbo the elephant. So it kind of flies around. It kind of mo- looks a bit more like a jellyfish kind of thing, I think, looking at okay, it. Okay, so far it um, sounds super fucking cute. It's really cute, and I'm kind of like, what asshole in my brother is <laughs> Dumbo octopus, I'll show it. <laughs> and, and so apparently they're, they're Have quite rare. Have you seen rare. the movie Dumbo's very cute? I don't think that's a mean name. I think that's cute. Yeah, I... I think you're the one being harsh on this octopus. But wasn't dumb kind of, didn't it later develop the connotation? Like, because dumb used to mean just you didn't talk, and then it became to mean pick in like the 50s and 60s, which is like post-Dumbo, which is a phrase in an era I never thought I'd describe. Do I think that marine biologists are are guilty of ableist language? I think has become the question, and all I know is, the octopus sounds cute, the elephant from the movie was cute, it's like a wholesome kids movie, and if I recall, that movie is from the 60s? No, it's earlier 40s. Really? Colour me shocked. I'm almost Um, certain it's it's one of the first ones, yeah. Because they have the they have the racist crows that they have the racist crows in Dumbo. You know, I had never seen an elephant fly. Those guys, 
I'll be honest, last time I saw it, I was about five, so... Oh, yeah, no, this is off-topic, but there's, like, the seven crows, and they're meant to be, like, portraits of, like, typical, stereotypical black people smoking reefer at the time kind of thing. It's very offensive looking about... What's even worse, one of them was actually named Jim Crow. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, that's... Oh. I take back all the good things I said about this movie, and by extension, the octopus. Fuck the Dumbo octopus. Oh, that's so mean. It I didn't do anything. I think they're racist. Um, I'll just give you a quick run through of what it does. The Dumbo okay. octopus are known to be the deepest dwelling of the octopuses, as they live at depths of at least 4,000 meters, but often even deeper than that because these octopuses are naturally rare. They develop unique breeding habits to increase the chances of producing offspring. For example, the females carry eggs at, at oh, various stages of development and can even store sperm inside their bodies for long periods of time after mating. Mm. So, like, they essentially will go around and they'll just village bike it, <laughs> take whatever they... they... They gather sperm. It's sperm season. Yeah, it's sperm season, but then they float off and then they Christmas have a set of shopping. babies and they're like, check the fridge. It's like, oh, I can have more babies. And then they, they have more babies and that's what they do. What I want to know is, you know, do they have some sort of mechanism? Are they picky about their sperm? Like, do they ride a kind of subpar octopus and go, ooh, I'll expel that one? These guys are kind of like the opposite of pandas. Like, pandas, we're all trying to force to fuck because we're like, oh, we want more pandas, but they couldn't really give a shit. They're happy to die out. Yeah. These guys are kind of aware that they're dying out, but they don't want to. So they're, they're not really picky. They don't really have a huge thing. I think they have the, the normal stuff of, like, looking for mates, but they're not actively avoiding mates. And it's actually been argued by a couple of biologists that they developed this skill for storing sperm as a way of staving off their extinction. Interesting. So that they can have multiple uh, litters, I suppose is the term. I'm not sure what it is. Litters? Is it? Is it lit- not for octopuses, no. Let's go with litters. <laughs> glitters. They have glitters. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Stop it. Yeah, but they're fabulous. I do want to go off topic again, just quickly, okay. and say yeah. that I read on the internet, hopefully it's true, that uh, the pandas in the zoo, everyone was trying to, you know, make them fuck and have baby pandas and stuff, because we give a shit about pandas, but they don't seem to give that much of a shit about themselves. Right. And then coronavirus came along, the zoo closed down, the people went away, and the pandas just had sex on their own. Turns out they're happy enough to do it. They just, you know, they need to be on their own, set the mood. Well, I mean, you could leave me alone with someone I wasn't attracted to, and if nothing was there to do and I was bored off me whole, then yeah, I might suggest it, which is exactly what's happening there. It's not necessarily they're enthusiastic, it's just like, oh, well, there's nothing else to do. Sure, look, at the telly's broke, will I get you pregnant for the laugh? (laughs) I'm sorry, they were out of chips. It's like, well, I have to satisfy this somehow. (laughs) I wanted chips, but what I got was a fetus. <laughs> you got an unbattered sausage. Um, <laughs> so, Emma, I'm aware that you have some very, very, very strong opinions about sharks. And I'd um, like to hear about them. I don't know that I'd say I have strong opinions about sharks. What I have are strong opinions about other people's opinions of sharks. <laughs> yeah, you think they. they essentially, I, what you believe is that Jaws was a hatchet job. I mean, I've never seen it. I, I oh, need yeah. to preface okay. this by saying I have never seen Jaws right. and I don't actually intend to watch it. I don't think I'm missing out. I refuse to watch Jaws because I assume that it is some sort of, you know, anti-shark propaganda because there's so much of that and it's so unfair. Like sharks have such a bad reputation and quite frankly, I think they should be revered. Revered in, in what sense? Like, because I'm not voting for like maybe shark. as gods. Pfft, they're not maybe. gods though. 
no, not as gods, but I do. I think they're a creature on this planet that deserves our respect. Okay, first of all, like they've they've been around. They're ancient. They're like dinosaur old. And they've They're unevolved. Yeah, they've made it stick. You know, they didn't need to evolve any further. Look at us. We have like little toes and wisdom teeth and we're getting new shit all the time because we are not good enough. We need to evolve. Sharks, they did it once. They mastered it. They were good enough like however many Hang thousand on. years that's, ago. That's not a this. fair point. I, I, I refute that point simply by the nature of that. We haven't been observing sharks long enough to know if they evolve yet. They probably will. All of them do. I mean, one would assume, but it appears yeah. to be a lot slower yeah it could be typical mammalian evolution the point is sharks have been around like they're prehistoric and they're not extinct they're nailing it they clearly got something right but more importantly i think it's ridiculous that everyone's like oh sharks will eat you sharks will kill you sharks are coming to get us all there's sharks on the beach there's sharks in the ocean ah so scary it's just really unfair because I happen to read there is one shark death in the US per year. Sounds bad until you compare it to 38 deaths by attacks by domestic dogs and 28 deaths of people being struck by lightning. You are 28 times more likely to be struck by lightning and die. Actually, that's not true. There was only 27, but one of them was struck twice. <laughs> In the same spot. I've read about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say his name is Murphy. It's always Murphy. He's definitely yeah. from Kerry anyway. Would be. <laughs> but yeah, sharks are not as dangerous as people think. And also, the real reason why sharks are not as dangerous as people think is because they're old. Like, and not as if they've been around a long time, but they're elderly. So, because sharks are apex predators, it's an observed thing. Apex predators live longer, but they reproduce less. Because they're too busy killing and shit. They need to kill to eat, my dude. Yeah, exactly. Also, I mean, to be fair to the sharks, if they don't kill, then, you know, what's going to kill all the weird shit in the ocean? We're going to be overrun with seals and things. Uh, this, a vegan's going to write in about that and say that's too comparable to how some people defend eating cows. I actually text a vegan a picture of my lunch today and immediately regret it. <laughs> Suffice to say, I'm not a vegan. Um, um, neither was my lunch. But yeah, I mean, she was, she was good about it. She was like, okay, cool, delighted for you. Definitely not going to eat it. Don't find it appetizing. But yeah, that was a big mistake that I made today. Today I fucked up. That thing's happened. This thing's happened. But yeah, so the point is, the average age of a shark, I don't know in years, but it is, it's pretty fucking old because they're not making babies. They're living for a really long time. They're hmm. outliving their own, like, reproductive cycle. They're old people. And I think that's what we need to do. Instead of picturing sharks with their, like, three rows of teeth and their big flappy fins and, you know, the scary ah, you need to start picturing grandma shark. Do, 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 do. Like, little elderly shark missing some teeth, starting to slow down. It's cute. Actually, there's, there's a lot more in common than you think because there's a slightly grey colouring that mm-hmm. usually a little bit overweight. The teeth are terrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that to it too. But here's the thing, right? So with the the Jaws thing, I have one thing, which is that you should watch it because it's not actually so much a thing about the sharks. The shark is just an animal. It's ended up there. I'm given to understand that the shark is actually a puppet. Uh, I 
believe that yes, it was a puppet in the film. Yes, yeah, yeah. because it was way bigger than most sharks are. Um, oh. But it's also an allegory because the whole point it suits really well to the coronavirus times. This whole terrible thing, in that like throughout the whole film, there's this shark and it's killing people on the beach, and it's a very small beach, and we don't know how it ended up there. And the Republican mayor of the town is like, no, keep the beach I, open. I need to stop you. I need to stop you. Is he actually a Republican in the film? Or are you saying that because of coronavirus? He's a free market capitalist. He could very well be Republican. I don't know. Eh, okay. But he's screaming out, keep the beach open, despite the fact there's like six people dying a day on this like 200 person beach. Which is super unrealistic. A shark would never kill that many people, but go on. Well, that's why it was so fat. It was eating way more than it was supposed to. <laughs> if I, I feel like the shark in Jaws is, just to be clear, the shark's name is Jaws, right? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What's the shark's name? Just shark? It doesn't have, it doesn't have a name. <laughs> because it's, it's a shark, shark, right? Yeah, that makes it's sense. Shark, they yeah. don't speak language. Um, also, like, if someone's murdering, like, people outside my house, I don't go out and, like, hey, what's your name, pal? <laughs> <laughs> Call him, I'm coming for do. you. <laughs> like, I want to give the police a detailed report. You take I'm a picture it- of him. You never, like... I, pff, maybe I don't have a camera to hand. No, my phone exists. Never mind. Um, so you know what? I'm I'm gonna call him Jaws. The shark's name is Jaws now. <laughs> so I'm worried about Jaws. I think we need to get a marine biologist in here. Find out why is this shark so hungry? Does it have like a parasite infestation? Is it dangerously <laughs> overweight? What's going on with this shark that's eating six people a day? That's not okay. That's like you going to McDonald's ten times. Well, this is the thing though. At that point though, this is where we kind of differ on it right because mm. i'm sort of like yeah i get it sharks are just apex predators i don't want to be near one i definitely know i can't outswim one i could probably take it on land um so if the triathlon ever happened it would be entirely up to which one of us was a better cyclist i suppose in, in many ways <laughs> but but in terms of like if it's if it's got someone in its mouth you shoot it like that's just it i'm sorry if it's eating a person you shoot the shark okay yeah that's fair this yeah. we can agree on okay well that's good so, we fucked up, guys. We we're, really did. We're actually not sorry. I've just got to throw that out there. I have no regrets. Emma's not sorry. I am sorry. Um, we recorded this and talked about it and didn't get to the main meat of what we wanted to talk about. So, we said we'd split it into two parts. So, the good news is you get more of this next week in the form of a part two. If that's what you want. Or else it's terrible news. Or you now have the option to stop listening and you know you didn't miss out on anything. But I will put it this way as well, that I should apologize because I specifically made up that the plurality of octopuses or octopus was octopussies because I wanted to make Emma say octopussies over Which I did about nine (laughs) times. Even worse was when I corrected you. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> Wait, uh, am I one of the people who gets to opt out and stop listening now? <laughs> I, I don't think you ever have to listen. You just got to do it. That's fine. All right, um, from now on, anyway, I'm not listening to you. It's the Emma show. That's fair. I'm yeah. game for that. The Emma show featuring Chase from time to time. Anyway, we'll be back next week with part two. Uh, thanks for listening and have a lovely time. Stay safe. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.